Hey folks, how are you? This is Andrew Dorward, your host of the Bill Bay Biography Podcast. Very excited to be here with you. This is the last one, eighth and final episode. It's bittersweet. It's been a it's been a real pleasure talking to Bill for all these days, getting to know him. I've learned a lot, and uh, I'll never forget this experience. So thanks for being here with me and making it happen. The sponsors today are everybody who donated to me to help make this dream come true. So I'd like to personally thank Tristan Agajanian, Andrew Reyes, Cliff Horn, Alec Niven, Alejandro Hereke, Robert Ahn, Will Randall, Lindsay Hollywood, Jonathan Sohn, Sheila Dorward, Peter Mickelson, and our good friend Kanye West. Thank you, Kanye, for that $5 donation. It made a difference. Bought me some coffee. Once again, I just want to thank everyone who's listened. Uh, it's been a real experience. Thank you, friends, family. Thank you, Barbara. And thank you, Bill. So, without further ado, here's the final episode. The Bill Bay Biography. Peace. Okay, fire away. How do you feel like you've managed your retirement years? Uh, I thought pretty successfully. Um, one of the things I heard uh, about the secret to uh, not only enjoying retirement, being able to presumably be healthy while you're retired and live the retired life longer, is three things. Um, one is uh, you should exercise, and there's all various kinds of that. Uh, the other is you should use your mind uh, to whatever degree you, you can and, and should uh, challenge yourself that way. And the third one is uh, social. Uh, us men who work um, uh, a lot of hours when we were employed would leave the house at uh, 7, 8 o'clock. Uh, we'd go into an environment where we were talking all the time, uh, unless you're a computer programmer or something like that, but I wasn't. Uh, and then you'd get home at 5 o'clock and still have some conversation with the family. Uh, when you're retired, it's just you and your wife, and so um, it's very easy, especially for the man, uh, to find himself, uh, or the primary work or whatever, um, to uh, not really have occasions to carry on conversation with anybody, which I gather is why a lot of people do that on their computers uh, with people. Um, in my case, uh, uh, I, I've uh, solved, solved or applied those three things. Uh, a, with exercise, uh, I uh, belong to the Good Shepherd Health Club here and uh, Life Fitness out in California. And I'm there uh, one and a half to two hours uh, every day unless I'm traveling or something like that or uh, out of the country or on vacation. Yeah, I got to see that today myself. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, it's uh, generally uh, somewhere between six uh, uh, o'clock uh, and seven o'clock in the morning. 
and it goes till about uh, uh, 7 30 8 o'clock uh, in some cases as late as nine if i get there later um, so uh, not only does that uh, give you exercise but we're in a environment where there are a lot of other people doing the same thing or different types of exercises which you get a, a chance to chat with uh, as far as the reading or mind type thing, uh, I do a lot of reading when I exercise, but although I am planning on doing more of the strength type exercises where I will not be able to read a magazine as I exercise. Mm -hmm. um, and generally speaking, I finish about a magazine a day. Uh, if I don't finish it at the health club, um, I find occasion uh, generally in the evening if I'm watching a baseball game or something like that where I can uh, 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 during uh, during uh, inning delays or whatever, I can uh, basically go back and read my magazine. Um, the uh, and I don't listen to uh, to commercials. I mute those. Uh, and and I also um, have gotten into Sudoku, but unfortunately, I I, I don't get beyond uh, level two or two star type thing. <laughs> I do have a, a, a. Your mother gave me a a, a book here which uh, discusses how you can improve in that area. And I fully intend to at least get to level three before the summer's over. <laughs> so I'm able to um, not only do the Sudoku on Monday, Tuesday, and most Wednesdays, but maybe even be able to do it on Thursday also. Um, and then uh, lastly, uh, I, have, uh, I didn't have to join, but there's the Palatine Senior Citizen Center, which uh, has a pinochle uh, group uh, which meets uh, it's a card game right yes from uh, uh, 11.30ish uh, to about 4 o'clock uh, where you pe play pinochle partners equal amount of male and female people which is in my opinion important when you go to a senior citizen center because generally you get a preponderance of female uh, and it's good to have a good mixture in that regard <laughs> and then uh, there's no money uh, uh, bet and there's no really um, requirement to be there you, you go if you want you don't have to go nobody cares one way or another but there's a good mixture of people um, retired people of course and uh, you have a chance to chat about different things while you're uh, playing the cards or while they're being shuffled or whatever um, and so I'm pretty much into that too um, and uh, basically we try on Friday or Saturday nights particularly uh, to go to dinner with another couple where we're the before of us where we can uh, communicate in that direction and then we have a very nice neighbor next door in the summertime uh, where um, depending on how the weather is we can get together sit on the patio and, and drink a beer and have some uh, little hors d'oeuvres to eat mm -hmm. it sounds like from at least from what i've observed too in these past few days that you've lived a you live a pretty disciplined day um you you talk about your martini a lot we have an active life yeah i didn't yeah. mention that but i think ever i certainly our, my family knows it and i guess probably i brag about it a bit uh <laughs> and that is that uh after i exercise and i get back from the health club and before i shower i get on the scale and if it's uh 150 or less i get my five o'clock martini and it's a gin martini uh, beef eater if i'm doing it here 
blue cheese olives and uh, really a substantial one. Andrew, you haven't had a chance to see me drink it because I haven't qualified for uh, <laughs> since you've been here. You will. And uh, uh, I know I don't qualify tonight. Well, we'll see if we qualify tomorrow. All right, um, fingers crossed. If not, why then uh, my chance, next chance is in Denver because we're leaving Thursday morning to mm-hmm. go there. But it, I find it <clears throat> that having that discipline uh, is, uh, and who's to say whether Martini has more calories and something else but I enjoy it so much that it's the thing that will really uh, persuade me for want of a better term to um, uh, get my weight at a certain level and not let it get higher so you find that having a goal uh, when you're doing some kind of activity can keep you from keep you active and and always like recognize why you're or Make you understand and 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 uh, reinvigorate why you're going about that. Activity. I get the benefit of the exercise, and yeah. like I have said facetiously before, uh, avoid being a pregnant man. <laughs> yeah, we see a lot of those here. Um, so, do you, I imagine you apply that uh, same? principle towards other areas in life um whether well yeah in terms of retirement um <clears throat> we uh well we we do tra- as we did we talked about traveling and that obviously uh and um we I, i'm on the computer uh interestingly enough i'm not a computer freak as a matter of fact i'm not very computer literate which would be probably from terms of improving the mind maybe certainly being better computer literate but uh, Mm -hmm. i would say at most i'm on the computer maybe a half an hour a day Uh, i look up my stocks i look on facebook and i um, uh, watch the news that's uh, on the on the computer Mm -hmm. um I don't uh, send a lot of Facebooks or texts or nothing like that. Part of that is because Barbara's so good at it, and I'm a, a great delegator. Uh, so I, I uh, let her do that, and and she does a great job at it and keeps me from necessarily having to learn. But probably uh, maybe I should really get more into it. But I've got several things to do if I'm going to get better Sudoku and if I'm going to uh, do some other work in terms of exercise because I do want to do more strength exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a limit to how many new things I'd like to do, and those are the ones. Hey, you got a Facebook recently, though. I noticed that, right? Like you're new to the, uh, like you added a new account and whatnot. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got something on Facebook. I okay, didn't maybe, see it. Maybe, uh, maybe a certain someone added a uh, Facebook account for you. But oh, um, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, I just noticed that. that I yeah, didn't. I didn't. Profile. When did you just notice it recently? Or I think so. I think it was in the past oh. two or three weeks. You asked to be my friend. Oh, and did somebody say yes? I yeah, I said yes. Most people. Most people. Oh, was it you? Yeah. You, oh, you reached okay. out. To the uh, supposedly is what I'm not hearing is that you reached out to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I well. didn't. Must have not reached too far here then, <laughs> as you're here. Uh, interestingly enough, ever so often, you know, on that Facebook business, they say somebody you may know, and then you can say add a friend and that kind of thing. 
And I have to tell you, I would say at best one out of five that I've asked to, to be the friend of will will respond and be the friend because mm. uh, one of the things that uh, comes up is uh, people that may I may have known or, or seen or whatever three, four, five years ago, they show up there for whatever reason because they're probably related in one shape, way, shape, or form to somebody who's on Facebook now right. with me. And then I'll ask to add them, <clears throat> and then they have to decide, do they really want to see me or be in touch with me? And uh, for the most part, uh, I really don't get a lot of positives. So you pri- you find yourself um, kind of isolated and these uh, the gym and the, the pinochle group, these are, these are activities that, where you could be around like other yeah, people, people and yes, socialize exactly, exactly. Yeah. um i have on occasion uh and i used to but i, I haven't done it the last uh, year or so i would go over to arlington park and uh, uh watch uh, uh race race horses there uh, by myself and uh, you could talk to people but uh, this year interestingly enough they're only open friday saturday and sunday it's friday night and then saturday and sunday horse racing isn't what it used to be in terms of popularity yeah and periodically I'll stop over at uh, Barrington High School uh, or one of the schools and watch a um, a baseball game, uh, American Legion game or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, We had Billy used to be very involved in that and some of the other kids. Um, And in softball, which Katie was very much involved in. Uh, So, but... um, we haven't been going to any real baseball games anymore. They've gotten too expensive. And to be honest with you, we really, don't, I don't really get a kick, and Barbara isn't that big either, on going to a night game where you don't get home till after 11 o'clock. We, being, uh, being at the health club as early as we do, we find ourselves uh, going to bed be somewhere between 8 and 10 o'clock. Mm. Yeah, so... Um yeah, I noticed like a lot today at the at the health club. There were, um, I mean, you were you were doing your thing, you were exercising, but yeah. there was. I noticed. I overheard these two dudes. Um, just you kinda, heard, overheard what? Uh, these two men uh, yeah. were were like speaking. They they had like noticed each other and yeah. they stopped like working out just to like talk to each other. Yeah. So I feel like it is a very. Um, they well, go that's there one thing I try not to do is is not stopped to talk without working out because I feel I'm losing then. Yeah. Um, I like to chat with somebody and sometimes I ride the bike and I'll, I'll strike up a conversation, with some, particularly if it's a good-looking young lady. It uh, doesn't hurt, but uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, you see pretty much the same people uh, all the time and uh, some people are more friendly than others. and. Um, so that you, you you can engage them in a conversation, but uh, right. it's it's uh, the, the bad thing about the conversation is it takes me away from reading my magazine, so that gives me more <laughs> yeah. more reading for the evening, so to speak. Right. So I I think um, you said you retired in ninety seven, correct? Yes, ninety seven. So at that point, it was just um, it was my cousin, uh, my cousin Taylor, and then the three of us, David uh, and Kelsey. Um, that had been born, but behind you right now, I'm looking at a wall to wall of, um, of smiling. I think uh, there were more born. Wasn't there more born after? Um, um am I how about Justin? Would, would he? Justin was, yeah, you're right. Justin or, was or, there. And also, I don't know about Ben, uh, whether he would have been born, uh, with, uh, Julie. Um, but we were at, interestingly enough, we were at 
almost all the uh, the births. I know a couple we missed because we were either had flown there and were in the car trying to get to the uh, to the hospital in time, and or maybe because we were on a out of out of the country or whatever when uh, somebody had a child. But uh, for the most part, we've been there at, when all the babies were born. Yeah, and that's had to be a big change. One of the biggest changes after you retired, just the the growing number of grandchildren that you have yeah. now. Yeah, which which gives us places to visit and times to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Some are easier than other. The the Denver. Uh, uh, Cheryl and her family uh, we're leaving uh, two days from now to go out there for a week um, and then we won't see them again until uh, uh, first week of December because we're doing what we call Thanksmas uh, in uh, in uh, Barrington this year which means that Thanksgiving we not only share Thanksgiving with the family but then we exchange Christmas gifts for those of them who are in this area Billy's right. coming in this year nice. from California California. And then we make make a, a point, and which is right, to to go out to uh, Denver uh, and uh, spend a week, uh, roughly, uh, with the uh, uh, Cheryl's uh, children and family. Uh, and, uh, and generally, Barbara buys gifts at that time. And and uh, although now with Amazon, a lot more gift uh, purchasing can take place from a distance. Sure. Um, and then after that, we'll be in. California at our California house and uh, uh, and the history there is that we do Christmas Eve there and uh, Bob does Christmas Day Um, we also generally do Easter if we're there when uh, Easter falls uh, uh, one year uh, recently we didn't do Easter because there were some graduations uh, and of course we're always at the high school or or college graduations uh, which uh, next year there will be two one high school and one college uh, last year there were four or six actually Jeez. three high school and three college so uh, but uh, you know there's that uh, and like I say we do socialize we're in a neighborhood here where there's uh, people have known each other for years um, uh, in California, uh, we've been there 20 years, but other than family, we really haven't made any close friends out there. Um, well, we did have a very good neighbor who ended up uh, uh, dying suddenly from cancer, and her husband yeah, uh, ends right. up with Alzheimer's. We used to even travel with that, um, that family or couple because mm-hmm. uh, we like to do our uh, international travel in the wintertime, where I'm used to that based on on our uh, previous conversation of when we had availability after our auditors would leave. And so we're pretty well accustomed to traveling um, after uh, uh, during the January, February, March time. So we're mainly in the Southern Hemisphere, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is like the, how is the dynamic between having children and grandchildren different? I mean, you certainly have to see them. Well, one less. great thing is it's not your responsibility. You, right. Uh, you, the biggest job you have is to keep your mouth shut uh, <laughs> when you see something you don't necessarily agree with. And I think Barbara's very good that way. Uh, she's not the invasive mother-in-law uh, who wants to um, uh, makes comments, how come you're doing this? Why don't you do that? 
Uh, We um, individually uh, wonder, uh, but when you think about it, and I I think I've used this analogy maybe on this uh, thing, uh, this podcast, but I've always said we have 10 lives. Uh, We have a life for every one of our eight children. And we have a Barrington life and a San Diego life. And uh, you think about it, each of our children uh, either live in a, well, definitely live in different homes, uh, sometimes different uh, locations as far as states, definitely different income levels, definitely different uh, ages of the children. Uh, And then uh, based on uh, uh, the uh, raising attitudes of uh, their spouses, uh, you, you get a a variety of uh, how things uh, are run and uh, our only real um, uh, time of being a little more dictatorial is when they come to our house and when mm-hmm. we don't have any any dogs in our house and we don't uh, in, encourage and or, and or even allow uh, one of our kids to bring a dog to visit us uh, even if the dog's going to stay outside we, we, we don't want any part of that mm-hmm. we had a dog at one time uh, who grew up with all our children uh, uh, but that was that was our dog, and the dog is now uh, buried in the backyard. Um, but uh, we do uh, see things sometimes that we don't agree with. We see things we'd suggest would be done different. But to my knowledge, I, I, and people can say whether we have ever um, made comments about how they're raising their children, I, I, I cannot think of an instance when we insert ourselves um, and I, as a matter of fact, I don't think we're even asked too much about how we feel about it, which is good. <laughs> so it's it's still got to be like a balancing act sometimes. Like where you're you're in a different house with different parents, yep. and uh, you get to you know pinch yourself. And like you said, you have these ten different lives, so you have to kind of like remember where you're at. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. We did an interesting thing uh, early in the thing when the kids got married and moved into a house, as distinguished from an apartment. Um, we um, uh, encourage them to allow us to buy uh, a bedroom set. Uh, now that was mainly uh, uh, our uh, idea because we figured when we tr- when we went to visit them that would be the set that we would uh, sleep in and uh, and use. Uh, and, and we do like the ability to have a bedroom when we when we go and visit, which uh, we can uh, maybe has a TV and all that kind of thing. Mm. Um, now we didn't do that for everybody because if they if they're in Chicago or Barrington rather and the San Diego area where well, there's no point of staying at their house when uh, they can just get home very easily from yeah. our place but um, we we do uh, and you know it's and of course as the years have gone by our kids know what we prefer and and that and and they tend to obviously um, uh, accommodate us in that regard, food-wise, and uh, yeah, chimichangas uh, yeah. at uh, Mexican restaurants. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, you know that's just who we are. Uh, what would you say uh, are some of your favorite things about being a, a granddad? I don't know. I think one one of the things that. Uh, 
and, and I often wonder if I, I look somewhat like a pervert because we've had so many uh, male grandchildren and not as many uh, female, especially young ones. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I see a little girl uh, four, up to four years old running around, um, I'd like to go give her a hug or something like that because, yeah. uh, you know, and boys are fun and they, they like love too, but there's something about uh, a little girl because we just don't have that many little girls. Uh, and I, the other thing we've noticed um, somewhat recently is there's a stage of life when a, a grandchild um, really not only um, um, doesn't seem to need a grandparent or and doesn't seem to even care about recognize them necessarily because they have a life of their own. And in, and in today's iPhone world, uh, the life of their own is them and their iPhone. Uh, and so you don't, one of the things I used to do all the time with the kids when they were young, and I really enjoyed that, would uh, say, have you got a book? And then they'd get a book and we'd sit in a chair and we'd read and and I'd let them read too, or tell me what we're looking at. and. and yeah because a lot of those books are instructional books and things and not only did it get me closer to them but we had something we could share together and and i can recall occasions where when i when we would show up uh, where the book they would bring the book out so we could read Uh, now in the the iphone world uh everything is more uh, down to the iphone and there isn't even the the tv that uh, used to be on uh anymore um yeah so, and speaking again at a very young age, the older ones, of course, have things to do too, but they can also engage in conversations. Right. Uh, and so can the younger ones, but the reality is that um, they're not really focused on this is my God, my grandfather, this is my grand. He's arrived, she's arrived, uh, give him a hug, but that's about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was a pretty avid reader myself, but you're right about the iPhone age. I don't care about you at all now. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm you're kidding. doing a good job with this podcast, oh, uh, which I think is great. I really do think it's great. Um, and I think what's good about it is it, it, with the ages of the grandchildren, you know, you go all the way from 15 months to uh, 28 or 26, whatever age uh, Taylor and uh, and David are, yeah. um, and you uh, realize that uh, they uh, uh, encompass so many different uh, um, uh, periods of time and in, in lives. Uh, so many different things have happened. So many habits. You know, there weren't iPhones at one time. There weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it wasn't even a computer at one time. Although clearly, uh, not when we had children. I think uh, even when. Uh, Bob was born. Well, we may not have had a computer then, but certainly when David and uh, and Kelsey and uh, Taylor were yeah. born, there was computers in those days. Different yeah. type, different ways, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, the internet was just breaking yes. in like the early nineties. Um, yeah, I think it's a good thing too because um, there's so many so many stories you've had a preface or um, edifice. Is that the opposite of preface? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good we question. Better get our Google out. Yeah, get our iPhones out. Um, yeah. So many stories you'd have to end with, and you know, we didn't have cell phones in those days. Yes. And I'm, I just wonder. I find myself wondering, like, how we would handle a yes. situation like that. Um, mm. You know, because we have to. Yes. Well, uh, what, how you would is you'd be more a family. You'd be watching TV. Would be the would be the big uh, right. attraction at that time. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, most of our our families have have a dog. Uh, or in some cases, uh, more than a dog. I know a couple families which have have animals that I don't even know the names of them and what they are, and not the names, but just what kind of an animal they are. There's uh, a couple snakes, right? Uh, in our you got snakes, you got the whatevers. Uh, yeah. But um, so uh, that's always kind of interesting. Uh, Everybody says I don't like dogs. I, I don't go nuts over them because uh, of the experiences that we had, and particularly, I guess, when um, the dogs, uh, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I just don't go crazy over them, for <laughs> want of a better term. I, yeah. I got very acquainted with uh, Cheryl's had a couple of dogs, and, I, and then next thing I know, they didn't have their fingernails uh, cut or whatever, and I had uh, scratches all over my arms. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, the name of the game. She's got bears in her house too, though. So well, I guess not, they're not indoors. They, they're, they're not. They're her pets. Yeah, they're, no. they're just outside. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, um, what would you say some uh, some challenges of um, of growing older are? Challenges. I think. I think the major major challenge is to stay healthy and active. Um, and you can't accomplish that completely because time is going to take the toll. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I, I find myself uh, thinking of myself as some kind of a automobile where the parts are going to start breaking down and uh, you can't replace them. Some things you yeah. can. Barbara's had two knee replacements, but arthritis, which is a, a nagging type thing, um, it, it doesn't get any better. Um, as a matter of fact, you read stories about how people are coping with it with pain medication, which becomes a problem in itself, opiates yeah. and things like that, where so many senior citizens are are addicted to these things and it's ruining their lives. Um, and uh, so that obviously is the major thing. Uh, financially, uh, through hard work and through Barbara's willingness to uh, maintain the family while I spend time uh, working overtime, making extra money and, and succeeding maybe that where I otherwise wouldn't, mm -hmm. which I think I mentioned before, because I do remember times when I was competing with brokers and they had to go home because the wife called them and she insisted they come home. Yeah, I don't ever recall a time where Barbara called me and said, I want you home unless there was something important. It yeah, wasn't, urgent. I want you, maybe she just didn't like me that much, but <laughs> for whatever reason, she, she never uh, uh, pulled me away from work because uh, I'm tired of the kids and I need you here kind of thing. Right. Um, uh, I just don't ever remember that. And so I, what, what I'm saying is that financially, we are totally comfortable and we're at a stage where, and by the way, my, my goal is, although I don't spend money that way, is for us to be able to both die without anybody having to bury us. Hmm. If we accomplish that, then we've done our job as far as I'm concerned. We've already educated everybody, and it's um, not usual that eight children all graduate from college, um, and some from even uh, advanced schools. Yeah. Um, 
and we um, certainly are doing the things we like. I don't know that it, there's anything that we deprive ourselves of, of other than for health purposes. Uh, Martinis, maybe. Uh, well, you know, that for sure. But the other one is like, um, I, I'm sure if I was a younger guy, I'd be go- we'd be going to night games to see the Cubs play or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't enjoy as much sitting at home watching it on TV. Um, but, you know, there again, TV has changed things so much. It's almost like you're there. And uh, unless you're a young person who needs that active social business, um, you really don't need to be at the game. You see just as much as uh, probably more than a typical spectator sees in terms of uh, the the quality of the game itself. Uh, Because you get reruns and you get all that other kinds of stuff that you don't get necessarily when you're there. But um, the other thing I think, too, is that uh, as you get older, you, um, you start to uh, find yourself not maybe doing as, as many, well, definitely not as traveling as much as we have. And, uh, and um, one of the things I find fascinating, now that we're talking about it, it comes to mind, mm. so many of uh, the women our age do not cook much at all. Um, they go out to dinner every night. Yeah. Uh, Barbara and I mentioned this before in this podcast. Barbara, um, for the most part, always cooks dinner Monday through Thursday. Um, and then Friday, we, we generally uh, either will bring something in or go out and, uh, and eat. And then Saturday, definitely we go out and eat. And then Sunday is the pizza day and night. And so we bring a pizza uh, home from wherever we're going to go. What kind of pizza? we want and eat here but uh the stove and and she also bakes by the way and uh she which is very very important Mm -hmm. um and she cooks the kinds of food i like um there are certain foods I would prefer more of, which she doesn't like. So like liver, maybe, and onions. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty hard to do liver and onions. At one time, uh, I like duck because it's all dark meat. Uh, and, of course, there's a lot of people like white meat. That's the preferred meat. And yeah. so I, my duck was being cooked with a chicken. So I always felt that somehow my, it, the, the flavor of the duck didn't taste the same if it was in the same oven with the chicken. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a great cook. She made nice lasagna last night, yes. apple pie from the pies in your yard, or the apples, apples in your yard, yes. the pies falling from the trees. Yes. Um, yeah, but yeah, she. Um, it, that is surprising that, uh, that she's, she's active. She yeah. really is. She's um, she with the Fitbit, which she was very into that walking. Well, now with her knees being what they are and her arch uh, hurts her a lot. She mm-hmm. can't put in the 10,000 or so steps that she used to put in. But she's she's on her feet and she she does. She does a lot. She keeps busy, keeps busy. Yeah. Um, you've you were touching upon it earlier, how. Um, uh, the TV was like a bigger deal or like the, the phones. Um, yeah. Sorry. Before the, iPhones came before along. iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, you've lived through so much. You're, uh, lived through the depression, saw a few wars go by, yeah. um, uh, the internet, <laughs> the list goes on and on is what I'm trying yes. to say. Um, do you find yourself like overwhelmed by all the changes or oh, for sure? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, a couple things I'll share with you in that regard. Um, I, I've 
pretty much avoided music now because I don't call it music. I call it noise. Um, <laughs> I basically, so when I'm reading my magazines and they have a, a column or a, a story about uh, somebody who I wouldn't know if I tripped over him because I don't pay any attention to it. Uh, you and I went uh, yesterday by the Cubs Park and they had two performers that were going to perform. And I know one's name is Jim Taylor or something like that. And I never mm-hmm. do remember the second one's Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt, yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't know, as I say, I wouldn't know him if I tripped over him. Uh, <laughs> yet, obviously, the kids do because they've gone to shows with them. They've, they've listened to their music. I used to listen to um, music on the radio because at that time they would play um, – not uh, not uh, what do you call it the uh, operas or things like that. They would play light music, classical. Uh, uh, no, well, you know, not even classical. Um, easy listening type music. Sure. It, it didn't have to be Frank Sinatra type stuff. It, yeah, it big was band. it was more uh, uh, the kind of music that would go, used to go over the uh, loudspeakers when you were in a in a um, doctor's office or something where they right. had nice music that, that uh, made people feel better with uh, now yeah. and interestingly enough even at baseball games now now it's the the quote popular music so you get a lot of boom bam zim zam yeah and uh, so which uh, I find annoying unfortunately sure. uh, and uh, and the trend is even more and more that way and uh, um, uh, as a result I honestly don't listen to music on in the car I, I could you know get into one of those uh, packages where you you want to but I, I find it's just as easy to listen to uh, a um, audio book and I sure. feel I'm learning something and by that's another thing I I don't read novels I think I mean, have told it but i i only read nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, and as the guy said how do you know it's nonfiction?" which is a true story as yeah. long as it's not a puff piece or one where they're bashing the guy if they if if, if the article or the book is seems to me balanced where they're investigating or talking about different stages of the person's life and and, it, and they could show negative stuff about him or her but it, it's it's balanced in a way uh that uh, um, leaves me to believe that the author doesn't have a, a mission to accomplish, whether it's to love the person or to hate the person. Yeah, bring them down. Yeah. Uh, my mom tells me you're pretty fond of uh, Simon and Garfunkel when they were popular. I used to be, yes, yeah, for sure. Well, how many times have you heard Simon and Garfunkel? Not these uh, days. Not, and not by much. the way, I can live without them. There was more coming after that that was clearly just as good. Uh, yeah. But it's that type of music, which, which is uh, uh, relaxing, um, but you know when you think about it how excited can you get about music uh, now we did uh, go uh, uh, and see some performers uh, but we haven't done that now for at least five years uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to remember just who they were uh, one in San Diego but there again uh, you can hardly hear what the person's saying because everybody in the crowd is screaming or they're <laughs> jumping up and down and if you're sitting in a seat and you're not in a balcony how can you see anything so unless you're going to get up and jumping up and down like a goof nuts and right. and, and all I want to do is listen to it and, and see it I I don't have to 
participate in it. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, that is the way the world is, and so you either um, uh, ignore it and stay away from it, or or you join it. And uh, I don't have the ears to join uh, that kind of noise, as I call it. While we're on the subject of music, and I know you get a kick out of this, uh, guess who was headlining the Hollywood Bowl the other day? Uh, I don't even what the what is the Hollywood Bowl? Well, it's a okay, it's a uh, it's like a stadium in Hollywood where they put on a lot of shows. Okay, um, the band Garbage. Oh yes, remember the, Garbage? Y- yes, there's a story. Yeah, I'll, I'll share that with everybody. Uh, back when music used to change, and I was objecting to it, and they'd say, uh, "How come you haven't heard this? How come you hadn't haven't heard it?" And I'm always say facetiously, "I'm waiting until Garbage is performing," and uh, never thinking there'd ever be a band called or whatever called Garbage. And I guess now they uh, they must have heard me and have now uh, formed a group at. To be honest with you, I think I would like to hear hear a few of their numbers just to hear what garbage sounds <laughs> yes, like. To hear what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just what just to hear what it sounds like. But it was a facetious comment when I'd make. I'd say, "I'll wait for garbage to come on." And uh, of course, I always thought the whole stuff was garbage. But uh, <laughs> and I notice in the new in the music, the new music, uh, it doesn't uh, ease you out of it. It stops abruptly, and it has a lot of repeat. Boom! It's it's the same same thing said over and over and over and over right and instead of maybe like the kind of music i like where they they'd say it and then they'd move into some part of it they may come back to it as a a, chorus as a part of the chorus or whatever you want to call it theme or whatever yeah but it had a it it, 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 well it introduced you to uh, maybe a little bit of a different melody and then they would bring it back a little bit yeah now it's just bang 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 stop yeah, uh, and and the bang bang is always the same word said, and the idea is the more you say it, the, the better it is. Right, and the louder you say it, the better it is. Yeah, well, I think that that music's very popular at uh, like raves or like electronic dance music festivals. So a lot of people get hyped up, and they're they're in they're they're there to participate, like you were mentioning oh, earlier, yeah. and so they. Um, they don't i guess acts don't have to work as hard or to to come up with i guess uh i also like the clothes they wear they all dress so nice when they perform is that right they look like they come in from the garbage can here (laughs) you could swear they were they were you know they're you would think if you're on a stage performing you don't have to have a tuxedo on but and and you don't necessarily have to shave although i kind of like sometimes at least not all hair all over the place but there yeah but you would think that um and, and they don't have to all look alike i mean some back in my old day they would all all look alike in terms of what they were wearing but uh now it, you'd swear you if 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 it was an hour before you would not know who's a performer and who's who's somebody who just came in off the street looking for a handout yeah it's provocative though but uh i don't it's like provocative in what way it's like performance art i guess is you mean a performance is better when you look like a slob it can be more real i guess real yeah what makes it real the fact that you look like a slob (laughs) i i I have trouble with that i mean uh it it just to me um 
all I'm thinking to myself, you know, being the mercenary person I am, look at the money they saved, all the money they're making, and now they're saving money on clothes too. Yeah. But I suspect those garbage clothes are basically high, costly as all get out. Yeah, yeah, for some reason yes. or other. Um, what about other mediums? Like, do you find yourself still going in the movies? And uh... We used to. Um, and that's a good question too. That that, that says it also. Um, the movies uh, we uh, we watch... Uh, uh, tend to be near uh, Academy Award time. Sure. Uh, now, of course, uh, uh, Hollywood being what it is, and I use the word broadly because there's Bollywood and there's all kinds of other foreign films, uh, places where they f- make films. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what happens now is a lot of films will just come out in, quote, limited edition so that it, it makes the... 2016, for want of a better way of putting it, release so that they can then show it bef- just before the Oscars. Yeah, qualify. For and all the it awards. qualifies, quote, for the Oscar. Uh-huh. And generally speaking, you don't get any kind of a serious movie in the summertime because if you do, the Oscar people will not know anything about it or it will have lost all of its flavor by the time Oscar time comes. Yeah. So we do really enjoy uh, going to the movies. Um, uh, and the kind of movies uh, we don't need to sit in a uh, chair where our feet's up and uh, have a beer uh, as we're right. watching it at the movie theater. Um, I, actually, I, I uh, find myself if if I find movies I'm interested in, some of which Barbara isn't, I'll go during the day because mm-hmm. um, you know it's cheaper there for one of a better way of putting it. But it, it, it's quiet. Um, and I, I'm not. We're not big on comedies. Uh, we're definitely not big on. Uh, 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 we're not big on musicals. There's another idea. Um, if we go see a musical, we want to see it in person. The problem with seeing it in a in a movie is I am always worried that it's been uh, recasted, rerun. The music I'm hearing has been sanitized to such a degree. Right. I'm not really getting the true uh, performance of the person. Whereas if I hear him, uh, him or her uh, during. Uh, uh, I, 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 in, in person, number, yeah. then oh. then if they make a mistake, well, they made a mistake. Uh, yeah, it's human. But, but it's 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 real. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with comedy, with all the laugh tracks that now are there. It's just a matter of how much you want to turn it up so that ha 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 becomes either ha ha ha, you know that kind of stuff. So I I I don't we Barbara and I never watch TV comedy. When we see something where it says comedy, we we have absolutely no interest in that at no. all. Um, yeah. Neither of us. It's uh, and I've had people say to me, "Oh God, did you see that? I was so funny." And no, I didn't see it. But if I did, I wouldn't have thought it was funny. <laughs> did you see La La Land? That was a big musical. Uh, unfortunately, I quit on that one probably 15 minutes into it because the start of it was was goofy as I saw it, and I yeah. thought, "Well, this is goofy. Do I really want to keep watching Goofy? I, I can go to bed now and yeah. get a good night's sleep." <laughs> um, so that one, uh, no. I did not see the finish of it. Gave it the first 15 minutes. We did see uh, some this last time, which 
Yeah, I think we're probably good because what what they've done is they've tried to, um, for want of a better term, humanize the black race Mm -hmm. uh, to show that they're, quote, just like you and me and that kind of thing. I have a feeling, though, that that again, like anything, once the once the uh, pendulum swings, it tends to swing too far in either direction. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that there's a a, a tendency now uh, and I know for sure there's a tendency to really get more women uh, uh, where you see a woman as a woman. Not just a sex symbol or a housewife or somebody who gets abused or or has to keep her husband happy or her right. mate or whatever. And mm-hmm. and and uh, what bothers me is when then you get the Academy Award and it's time to vote. I have a feeling that uh, people are voting uh, to make things right as distinguished from picking the absolute the best, best movie. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard if you're an African-American and you're watching a movie that has uh, a good African-American theme and there's other, uh, I think you're prejudiced for whatever reason. Well, you're prejudiced because you want our people to succeed so to speak so you're inclined to vote that way and i think women are going to do that too i think you're going to find that uh academy awards are going to be um focused uh, to a great degree on on female directors and that kind of thing because let's face it it's been too long before it's happened and it, yeah. it really should have happened right but like i say pendulums have a way of swinging it equally as far in the other direction and and, and i i think we're there right now yeah i was just listening to uh this great podcast um uh, malcolm gladwell actually and he was talking about how uh kind of touching on that that issue where uh like he was likening what he was talking about to jackie robinson when they allow jackie robinson to play in the mlb all of a sudden you start seeing these other these other um black athletes get into um these organizations but he also mentioned that like when you open the door uh, one time or a couple times, that just gives those same people that were closing them, those gatekeepers that were closing them, the excuse to to tighten it up again. Oh, really? To be, um, yeah, to, to show that like we gave this movie or we gave this uh, this athlete their time in the spotlight, but now we're gonna make it harder. So to show that they're not like racist anymore per se yeah. or sexist, but then they go about keep, they go in the opposite direction. And uh, I think that, harder. but I think that that's people who are alarmed maybe too soon uh, mm-hmm. in terms of, of that. I, I, what I, when you said the word Jackie Robinson, the thing that uh, came to mind is uh, how uh, mixed race the baseball games became when Jackie Robinson uh, played baseball and mm-hmm. and um, Dobie, who was the first African-American uh, American League uh, player, uh, it, it was something where um, the African-Americans really wanted to uh, see it. And, and God love them, they had a right. And the sad thing about it was the Negro League uh, had some awfully good pitchers. Uh, and there's a name that doesn't come to me immediately, um, Satchel Page, that's the name. Hmm. He was one incredible uh, pitcher. He ended up getting a chance to pitch in the major leagues, but he was well past his time. But when he was in the in the uh, uh, Negro League, uh, he was one heck of a, a pitcher. And there were probably also very, very many good athletes there right. who never had a chance to uh, get uh, any recognition. Because and that's where the African American 
fans went to see their their uh, sports probably no point in going to see the uh, white race <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah but and so that there that that's good uh, interestingly enough I I would say there's probably more African Americans playing baseball now than Caucasians yeah you can argue that uh, yeah. that or Latin Americans Latin too. Americans are big yeah, too because uh, Dominican um, yeah and and that's good uh, the the real bad thing of course is uh, the the prices have got out of sight uh, the the um, salaries have gotten out of sight uh, it's it's ridiculous uh, yeah. uh, Curry as I understand it got a, a 206 million dollar contract for four years maybe it's five years yeah. but you know 206 million 40 million a year 50 million a year uh, gosh I mean if I make had, a lot of stuff Curry if though. I made 50 million in a year I'd work one year yeah <laughs> Well, they, yeah, that's, that's period. I mean, why do I need to work any longer? I mean, the, month, by the time you pay your taxes, if you handle, have a smart attorney that knows what to do, you, you can walk home with at least 40 of the 50. Yeah. And uh, 40 million, uh, you know, even if you had a broker like me, you probably still have <laughs> some left over the rest of your time. And I'm saying that facetiously because my goal is to not let you lose any money but the reality right. is that uh, uh, but you do read the stories uh, Sports Illustrated had a nice article where are they now um, in the uh, and that was a, some of the issue and it showed how some people had done very very well because they knew how to manage their money and they and they were careful and how they spent it and what they did when they were playing baseball or football or basketball or whatever and then there were others who, who just uh, it was just, for one of a better term, just pissed it away. And uh, right. the the uh, sad thing is, uh, all they have is memories, and and they're living on Skid Row right now, or into dope or drugs or whatever. Right. You know. You've seen all these uh, evolutions in sports and in culture and in film. Um, uh, where do you see yourself in the next uh, like five to ten years? Hopefully alive. This uh, is a job interview right now. I hope. Uh, you know. Hopefully alive. Uh, <laughs> Uh, definitely going to be in poor health. Yeah. Um, hopefully, um, still having the mental faculties that I don't have to uh, live in a uh, uh, assisted living kind of an environment where I'm uh, a burden to somebody else because uh, I can't handle my own uh, needs and and uh, desires. Uh, hopefully. Um, um, uh, getting the satisfaction of seeing my grandchildren uh, enter new stages. You know, I, I made the comment to uh, Barbara uh, about Ava. Um, clearly, uh, it's very, very unlikely I'll see Ava graduate from high school. Um, now, just think about it. If she graduated from high school, she's got to be about 19 or, well, no, 17. Okay, I'm 83. Am I going to be 100? Uh, so the likelihood, and by the way, if I'm there, I doubt seriously whether I would even know what, where the hell I am at that point in time. But yeah. in terms uh, of that kind of thing, where people like yourself 
and uh, and uh, uh, Andrew and all uh, David rather and all mm-hmm. the rest of them. Uh, the interesting thing is, who are you going to marry? What kind yeah. of life are you going to have? Right. What jobs are you going to have? Um, how successful will you be? How successful will you pick a spouse mm-hmm. in today's world? That is incredibly important because yeah. a divorce is just a, just another thing you do when you uh, when you uh, get tired of somebody or or you decide who needs this. Uh, whereas in the old days, you, you were embarrassed if you ever got divorced. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's very interesting to see. Um, and uh, uh, also, obviously, how will you do financially, and yeah. and how will our my children? Uh, your parents mm-hmm. uh, what will happen to them how will their health be yeah uh, how will their uh, uh, I, I, I'm very uh, I'm I'm very comfortable to say that there'll not be any divorces uh, at that level. Yeah, uh, I it would would not give you a nickel to bet that uh, at your level that there's not going to be any divorces out of right. 23 grandchildren. I would be amazed if there isn't at least six divorces in the next generation. Yeah, um, just because it's so easy. Uh, Me and, being and like not considered that bad. Right. Yeah. Well. You can get hung up on these kind of things, but you have to admit that what is the age difference between um, between Bob and Billy, like 14 years or something yes. like that? So yes. it makes sense that you're not going to see all of your grandchildren. Oh, I know that. I like, knew that when uh, it's kind of interesting because uh, I remember one time Billy said he was going to have six children. Well, I think I told you my uh, how it works nowadays other than with Cheryl. Uh, well, you have a boy or you have a girl and you have a boy. And if you have one of each, boy or girl boy and girl you can say you argue to yourself well I, I'm pretty much through you may have a third child but if you have two boys then you want to have a, a girl if you have two girls you want to have a boy um, and then if that happens that way then you quit uh, yeah. and it's rare that uh, people will continue on unless they have three boys or three girls and and we've not had that situation except for Julie who had three boys and then that's the end for her mm-hmm. so the only one who's likely to have children from this point on is Billy and Brianna mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm sure that they would like to have another child and I, I assume they would like to have a boy and um, and then whether they would continue on or not I don't know but uh, at one time he said he wanted to have six children I'm sure he doesn't <laughs> feel that way now yeah well you've still lived all this you must feel some sen- uh, sense of accomplishment you've you've had this huge family uh like you said they've all graduated from college how often can you say kids graduating college you've you've been around the world and back i made a whole video touting your accomplishments by the way and they all get along with each other which is uh, i I made that point many many times uh when i see friends who have got three children and two of them aren't talking to each other or uh they get into a fight and lots of times it it's it's the girls that uh don't get along because uh, uh, and for the reason that they marry different, maybe maybe one girl uh, marries a guy who's very successful, another girl marries somebody who isn't doing as well, and yeah. as a result, there, there can be jealousy or envy. Our kids are very good in the sense that they fa- uh, Facebook each other. They um, if somebody has a problem, maybe health-wise, with one of the children, uh, they'll throw something out, and somebody else will 
come back, well, how about this? Or mm-hmm. maybe it's that. And, and, and Barbara is incredibly good at that, too, having yeah. raised eight children. She, she, she can uh, almost predict what, what somebody has uh, or what they should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that they interact, we don't put them all together. The last time we did that was when we celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. And um, we really, that was a really interesting uh, uh, and enjoyable thing for everybody uh, because we even had places where the kids could do things together. Um, And and as I may have mentioned before, cousins are close when they're young uh, Mm -hmm. because the parents are still close. But as the parents uh, lives get bigger and more kids and more generations cousins don't don't really interact with each other very much unless they happen to live nearby yeah. for some particular reason but you get very remote um, from your cousins uh, and, uh, and that's just the way it is yeah I hadn't seen um, I hadn't seen Josh or Casey Ellie I think close to like nine years or something like that um, eight years or something like that yeah. so yeah, well, you haven't been out show. here that often either, it's true. and they don't go that way. Um, and then the other thing is uh, we have uh, 23 grandchildren, 20 are, uh, are biological, and three are through marriage. And so they have a, 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 an extra um, pull away because of their, their uh, uh, father Other, or mother yeah, who biological. is divorced from somebody who is a member of our family, so that in itself... Um, Takes takes them in a uh, another direction, which isn't available necessarily when basically uh, it's the same uh, arrangement where there isn't been a divorce. Yeah. Well, you've sounds like you have some anxiety about uh, you know health or or your family in the future, but you well, have... well anxiety. It's a real thing. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I I don't like the word anxiety. Anxiety. I think it's more um, realization. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm. Hopefully, I have health problems because if I die too soon and don't have health problems, if I, I was going to say if I don't have health problems, that means I died too soon. Right. I mean, okay. if if I live the life that uh, I would like to live, there is no doubt in my mind, unless. Uh, um, Somehow God says, well, we won't uh, have you suffer at all, but you just keep living forever. It ain't going to be that way. So the longer you live, the more likely you are to have health problems. It's just the way of the world. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I've had a lot of fun. I know you have too. And I am um, really interested in seeing it. Uh, and like uh, Charlie said, you guys can play it at my funeral. Uh, <laughs> but I did tell him, I, I asked him, how did he know I was going to invite him? And, and it did stop him a minute. You know, He says, Papa, uh, we're going to be able to play this at your funeral. And I said, Charlie, how do you know I'm going to invite you? And he just looked at me uh, very funny, like, like, what am I saying to you? Right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. I, re- I really right. appreciate it. Thank you. It. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the finished product. All right. Take care, Bill. Bye.